All right, hello everybody. Welcome back to an episode of This Family Talks, but we're not exactly with family, we're with with good friends today. Oh, we are. I'm here with my good friend Shane. I used to work with this guy, really cool, chill dude. Also a uh, comic fan and uh, enthusiast. Hello, audience. I, I am. I am. I know my, know my things. <laughs> yes, we do. We've had some good conversations, definitely, while on the truck drives and everything of recent events that have been happening in Marvel and the cinematic universe and just in comics in general. So, um, And with recent movies coming out, such as the uh, Multiverse of Madness, there's a lot to talk about. I got to ask, what's your favorite one so far? Oh, the movies? Of your favorite... All the Marvel movies. What's your favorite so far? Um, do the TV shows count, or does it have to be no, it's cinematic? Be I'm okay. About Iron Man to hmm. Doctor Strange now. Gosh, what is one I can just like watch over and over again? Um, I've got a few. I think the first Doctor Strange. Hmm. I really like. I don't because I, I love the mystic side of Marvel. Mm-hmm. A lot, so like that, and if I could, I would say WandaVision because I really loved WandaVision too. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it delved so much into that side of everything, mm-hmm. and so yeah, anything cosmic wise like that, maybe even like the Fantastic Four Silver Surfer, even just because they were teasing Galactus and all the other entities like that. I hate how they did Galactus in that movie. He just turned yeah. into a black cloud, and it's just yeah. On. No, no. He need he needs to be a like a million foot tall, mm-hmm. giant buff dude with a weird spork on his head. If you're gonna do the character, you gotta do him right. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. I think I think anything cosmic-y like that. So pro- probably, probably the first Doctor Strange movie for sure. Then. Nice, nice. And then then it would be WandaVision. And then maybe Thor Ragnarok because I really like the comedy in that movie. That's the best Thor. Yeah. Easily. Right. I, I'm excited for Love and Thunder, too, because they're bringing in some interesting characters in that, too. So yes. That'll be cool to see. This is true. This is true. How about you? I could tell. Well, off top, my favorite Marvel movie that I can just watch over and over again is Civil War. Civil War was good. Civil War, I think. The, is, the politics in it were nice. Exactly it wasn't like I'm saying, overdrawn yeah. out or anything, but yeah. No. no, yeah, for sure. Civil War, especially also before that, watching Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Winter Soldier is slept on. Yeah. A Marvel movie. And so especially, once again, with the one-two of Winter Soldier into Civil War, mm-hmm. you really get the full context of like what's going on, how this war is there's a, There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Exactly. With, those, with, with just the Captain America movies in general. Oh, there's yeah. A, there's a lot of... Like, oh, this is what really happened while these guys were off fighting. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening back on the grounds. Mm-hmm. So, no. No, I agree with you, actually. Th- th- those were very, very slept on for sure. I agree. Yeah. And then just uh, honorable mention to Black Panther. Cause, yeah. You know, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. I used to have a, it was like a Wu-Tang Clan shirt, but it said Wakanda That's, in the middle. Yes. And then my friend cut it up and turned it into a patch for his jacket. And I was kind of mad, but. Damn. Um. Life goes on. Life goes on. It was a free shirt I got from Hot Topic, so it wasn't like nah, I was out anything. Still but still, ex- exactly, it still it still hurt a little bit. But, yeah. but um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Well, all right, though. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So um, I've seen it twice now. Okay. Um, I need to see it at least one more time. That's my rule with Marvel movies. I need to see them at least three times. Once okay. to 
enjoy it another and another two times to really really watch mm. it and then the third time to listen okay to what's going on does that make sense yeah so to really so the third time around you really do you look for the things that you didn't see the first time or like you're saying you're just listening to yeah it, like you're really focusing on the dialogue yeah exactly so like so like the first time i go see it like that's when like i go with my family or with friends or something mm-hmm. and we all go we make a big day of it we enjoy it we dress up if we can go out to dinner afterwards you know talk about how cool the movie looked right. and everything then the second time i go i'm looking for all the little easter eggs mm-hmm. you know like i'm looking like oh that sign um says stanley that's a reference to Stanley, or like, oh, that's Mystic Coffee, that's in reference to what, you know, like, l- little things like that, or it's like, oh, I noticed now these runes on that monster correspond to the runes on this other monster, which means this person is, the, you know, like, stuff like right, that. Right. And then the third time, when I, yeah, like, I'm listening to the dialogue, I'm listening to hear them explain things, because mm-hmm. Marvel's really good about keeping very vague when it comes to stuff that links to upcoming projects, mm-hmm. right? So, um, really, ha- really, like, taking a point to listen when, especially when there's no music happening mm. and they're just, they're, and someone's just intently describing something, mm. like that's what I have to really pay attention and just really pick out all the little things. And then that's when I go and either figure it out myself or do the research onto what they say. Okay. No, yeah, I definitely hear that. I'm a, I'm a true theorist and hunter at heart, so. No, I, I understand that completely. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. So, I, f- I figured... Um, so, you haven't seen it yet, though. I have not yet seen Doctor Strange in Multiverse of Madness. Right. But, again, you, you, like, you've seen little clips and, like, you kind of have a general idea of what's going on kind of thing you were explaining to me, so... Yeah, yeah. So, I've seen... You just spoilers. haven't seen it unravel in, it, in all its glory. And it's almost three-hour runtime. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I have not seen all the major, major parts... But I do know the conclusion pretty much, and uh, and a couple of spoilers. But I right. don't want to ruin it. What I thought would be fun is if I we kind of did a not exactly a play by play of the movie, but kind of um, I have three pages of bullet points okay. of all the um, well, at least to me the most important parts. Because from another video I was watching, there was about like 92 or something different Easter eggs, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that you could point out. But a lot of them, but most of them were like, oh, this is a cameo from the screenwriter, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. They weren't exactly like any world building or lore points. Right. So I picked out as many of the lore points as I could, at least the ones that were most important. And I figured we can, I can kind of explain the movie at each point that these bullet points come up at. All right. Does that make sense? Learn me good. All right. So, with that being said, spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the movie yet, even though it's been out for, what, two weeks now? Three weeks? Two weeks. No, almost three weeks. Yeah, it'll be three weeks in on Friday. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen the movie... Don't like, go back and listen to my previous episode about WandaVision then, <laughs> if you want. Turn, uh, away, turn away now. Turn away now, because well, actually the ending of WandaVision had a lot to do with Multiverse of Madness. So if you haven't seen Multiverse of Madness yet, I recommend going and watching my WandaVision finale episode. There you go. Get learned on the Darkhold and come back, watch the Multiverse of Madness movie, and then come back and watch, listen to this episode. You have been warned. All right. So the beginning of the movie... We start out with a different Doctor Strange. 
Um, we're starting off hot. We're so, starting off hot. There, right. it's different Universal Doctor Strange and America Chavez. Okay. If you, those of you who don't know who America Chavez is, she is one of the only mutants who can travel interdimension interdimensionally without causing incursions. And she's also, at least in the MCU, the first female Latina um, gay superhero. And so this, what's her name again? One more time? America Chavez. America Chavez. And this is her act, like real name though, right? Yes. What's, what's her character? It, that, it hurt. It's America Chavez. That's America who she is. America Chavez is yeah. her name in real life. Yeah. Oh, no, not her real life. Oh, I'm and, sorry. That's what you okay, meant. I was about Let to me say, double check yeah. her, her actress name. Okay, but her character. Her character's name is America, is America Chavez. Chavez. Yeah. Okay, because I remember hearing the name America Chavez, and I just figured that was her like actual birth name. Oh. <laughs> and I actually don't know. As much as I do know about comics, I, I don't know about the character. I am not even going to try to pronounce her first name, but there you go. It starts with an X, so... Ah, yes, that. Ah. Her last name is Gomez. Um, I see why they the first name. Zailt, I, I guess. I think that's. I think. I, I think it's a Mexican thing. So I yeah. Think I think that's. No, I. Such, I uh, think she's um Indian, like Native American. Oh okay. I think. I think it's like Chuktil or something. Chuktil or something like that. Yeah. Chuktil Gomez or something. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Anyway, um, yeah. So that's who plays her. So this starts out with them running through, um the dimension where the Book of Ashanti is. Okay. So the Book of Ashanti, um, if you know anything about the Darkhold, mm -hmm. the Book of Ashanti is its opposite. Mm -hmm. So it's like the Book of Light Magic, quote-unquote. You know, it gives right. any, any wizard or sorcerer that reads it the knowledge and power to vanquish whatever evil it needs to. And they're running through this dimension, but it is completely torn apart. Like, you can tell at once it was like a beautiful temple, but now it's like floating walkways and pillars colliding with each other and empty space and it's just everything's in shambles and they're being chased by this big um like mummy looking creature it's like okay. floaty gold mummy looking creature nice. pretty funky looking and so you chase them and the whole first scene is all in spanish interesting enough okay um which is interesting and then so we get a quick glimpse at so we got a different, a different. So we're already in different universes, mm -hmm. starting out. F first scene, different universe, different strange, and we have this girl that we have no idea, but apparently is somehow so important that they're having to find this ancient book and is being chased by a deity. Cool. So they're running through the, through to the book of Ashanti, and we see this strange, and he starts fighting the mummy man, and we'll just call him that, and we see he's only using defensive magic. Okay. So, like, a lot of freezing, a lot of, like, containing spells, not exactly attacking, right? right? So, we are, so, we see that this strange is a little different than our 616 strange, right? Mm -hmm. So, he's battling this thing, and he realizes, or the, this strange, real, strange realizes that the only way to keep America safe and to keep the, the multiverse safe is to take away America's powers okay. of interdimensional travel which apparently is something that a wizard or sorceress can do. So we learned that right off the bat, which is important to remember, is that any of the wizards or sorceresses can take away a mutant's powers, or at least absorb them and use them for themselves. Okay. So Strange then contains the mummy thing and then starts absorbing the power from America. You're saying his 
his his line that Strange has said in multiple movies now that her sacri- her sacrifice in the grand multiverse is worth more than her life kind of thing, right? Yeah. So we already see a correlation of the Stranges, right? Where like most like the Stranges are about all the same. They all have the same ideals. They they are all, you know, sorcerer supreme, quote unquote, right? Um, and stuff like that. But then the mummy breaks loose and wounds Doctor Strange, which causes America to open a portal, and they fall through into our universe, the six one six. Okay, cool. And so with that, our Doctor Strange wakes up from a nightmare, okay. right? Which is the scene we just watched. Mm-hmm. So in this in so we now know that people's dreams are themselves in other universes. Crazy. Right? So that gets, um, that becomes canon now throughout this movie is that dreams are your other dimensional selves going through their day or going through an adventure. Imagine that's real. Right, dude? Imagine right? There's actually been scientific studies about that too and everything that might link that yeah i read a whole article about it it's a whole thing but that can be a whole nother episode by itself with how much information is there we got to do that it, it's it's crazy it's crazy i yeah we should totally do that but um but yeah so he wakes up and he's like oh man crazy dream i'm all sweating i had a ponytail what the hell mm-hmm. so so he just starts going through his day and it's actually the day of christine's wedding right if you remember christine is the nurse and other surgeon that was romantic with Strange in the first movie, but then broke it off with him because Strange was a hothead, you know, big hit surgeon, you know. And even though she loved him, she couldn't be with him because he always had to have the knife in his hand kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But she says multiple times in different universes as different Christines, she says the same thing to him on how uh, and why that they never worked, Mm -hmm. was that he always had to hold the scalpel. So... Strange goes through a lot of character development through this movie. Like, a lot of character development, which is really good to see. Cool. And so, he gets ready. He ties his tie with his magic and everything. You know, gets all dressed up and everything. Beautiful suit. He's still wearing the watch that she gave him that's, like, still shattered. Mm-hmm. Everything, right? And it's cool. Um, in the video I was watching, he was saying how that could kind of remind him of his mastery over the physical and the mental. You know, showing, like, where he was before he became a sorcerer. Right. You know, just completely broken, hands smashed, can't, you know, useless, basically, basically in his craft. Yeah. And he rebuilt himself. And he rebuilt himself, exactly. And another point, too, that he brought up was that Strange was also, is also the only hero that wasn't born with powers or wasn't gifted them by another being or anything. He, like, as a surgeon, he studied, he went to school, he practiced, he became the best surgeon you know, yeah, if and you're talking about only the ones with powers, because you got to you got to yeah. talk about Iron Man. Too. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but like, yeah, for someone who has who has powers, yeah, yeah. who has powers. Yes. Yeah, he didn't. Ju- yeah, he was the only one that. Really- uh, yeah, and then he went yeah. through Carmitage. He went through the. He became a student. He studied. He read the books. He practiced. He became the Sorcerer Supreme. Fact. And everything up until he blipped away, and then Wong became the Sorcerer Supreme, and then that's a running joke throughout the movie. But I was actually just about to say that too. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that in the last uh, or in uh, No Way Home. Yeah, you mentioned that, and I said, "Oh wow, wait." Yeah, exactly. True. He's like, you know, you're supposed to bow in the presence of the Sorcerer Supreme, and then he never bows throughout the whole movie. It's, it's pretty funny. I love him and Wong's relationship. It's pretty cool. Um, but anyway, so. So cut to the wedding. Um, he does the whole Jesus wine into water or water into wine thing, which is kind of funny. 
and he has a heart to heart with Christine and she asks him if he's happy, you know, and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm a hero. I've saved the world. You know, I, I'm, I'm important again, you know, like I, I have meaning, you know, so like, and he's happy for her that she found someone else that she loves and she's moving like, like he try, he's trying to be happy, right. you know, but there's a difference between being happy and content and forcing yourself to be happy and content. Mm. Right. So we see that that's kind of Strange's struggle throughout this whole movie is forcing himself to be happy and content with his circumstances, even though he wanted, like, say, to be with Christine, right. you know, or he wanted this or that life, but yet this is where he's at, you know, kind of thing. True. So sometimes you got to just settle for being exactly the, the Sorcerer Supreme. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, if he got to. You know, on one hand, you got Christine. <laughs> The other hand, you got yeah. the most powerful. The most powerful, the Marvel yeah. One, yeah. It's, it's, it's really a coin flip, <laughs> one or the other. You can't blame the guy. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, anyway, so... Oh, yeah. And that's the cool thing about America Chavez, too. So her role, um, even in the comics, is not, you know, the American dream or anything mm. like that or anything. It's literally her her message behind her character is being happy with what you have. Okay. You know? Yeah. So that's her, because her whole life now, she hasn't been able to control her jumping abilities. Mm -hmm. So whenever she gets highly emotional, you know, especially like scared, like fear, and like that, she trig it triggers that thing and she travels randomly. Right. And um, we get a flash cut um, through a memory bank when they travel to a different universe that that's how she lost her mother's. Right, is that a bee came over and scared her because it stung her, and she sucked her mother's away in a portal by accident. Oh. So she has that kind of trauma to live with, let, um, let alone now being alone and then being betrayed by the one person, Doctor Strange, in that one universe, being betrayed by him and trying to strip her of her powers and such. Yeah. So now she's kind of leery of this Strange. But so he's at the wedding. They, Him and Christine have a heart-to-heart, -heart, and then... Um, there's this big commotion, big crash. Something's happening outside. Mm. Strange walks out to the balcony, chugs down his martini, puts it down, looks over, and there's just a floating bus. As it's floating, and it's like getting crushed, but we don't see what's doing it yet, mm. right? And then we see America fall out of the bus and starts running away, and he's like, I guess I gotta go do my hero thing. And I really love this scene, because his little pocket square, he pulls it out, and it's his cloak of levitation, is his pocket square and he pulls it out and it comes to full size and he like flips it over him and he changes as he falls off the building. It's really cool. That's awesome. It does. It's like it, it's like the whole Tony Stark when he fall, falls out of the thing and the first Avengers and the Mach Forty Seven or whatever comes yeah. and attaches to him. Um, so that was pretty cool. Then he shows up and he does some spell and he reveals it's this big tentacle monster, right? Uh -huh. With one, one big glowing eye, runes glowing all over him, and it's the same runes that were on the mummy in his dream. Okay. So somehow. These monsters that are chasing America are connected via someone else controlling them. Right. You might be able to guess who it is, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, so Dr. Strange gets down there. Oh, yeah, and another interesting thing, too. If you've seen Moon Knight, the, um, the mythical like afterlife creatures or whatever else you want to call them in Moon Knight also are invisible, too, to humans until someone that uses mystical arts reveals them. Yeah. So that's another interesting connection there. But with Moon Knight, it's all Egyptian mythology, right? Which is cool. 
Anyway, uh, we also have Golden Scarab that just got shown in the latest episode of Moon Knight. Mm. So another bug-themed superhero that we can talk about. Um, <laughs> so Dr. Strange gets down there, he starts fighting it, and then Wong shows up and he helps fight it, and he realizes, oh, he's chasing after this girl. Why is this girl so important? Mm. So he goes and tries to rescue the girl. Um, battle ensues. And then he finally gets the better of it. He grabs a light post and spears the eye of it and pulls the eye out of the thing. Like, straight up, like, Evil Dead style, just rips the eye out of it and kills it. Nice. Pretty dope. Pretty dope fight scene, right off the bat. Like, literally within the first 20 minutes, dope fight scene, stuff is happening. Okay. Like, world is being built. Who is this person? We know, a little, we know enough to know she's important. Right. But really, why is she an integral part of the story? Why is America Chavez, of all interdimensional traveling beings yeah. so important why is she the person yes so after this they sit down with her in in a cafe and they're like alright who the hell are you mm. what are you doing here and then she starts speaking Spanish and Strange is like what and she's like oh you don't speak Spanish like the other Strange he's like what the hell do you mean the other Strange right. and then she breaks down the multiverse to them so they're like oh so it is real. She's like, yeah. Duh. So they have a whole thing and then they bring her back um, to, uh, to the sanctum and he's like, there's only one other person I know of that can match or at least succeed my magical level and also knows about the multiverse. Yep. Wanda. So we cut to this beautiful, beautiful apple orchard. Mm. You know, White flowers in bloom, um, cute little cottage down there, just acres of, of apple farm, right? Nice. And he comes down, and we see Wanda. She's pruning the tree and everything. And Strange is like, hello, Wanda. And she's like, Stephen, hi. What the hell do you want? You know? Right. Um, and so they have a whole thing, and, he's, and he starts asking her about what she knows in the multiverse, and she brings up, vision and how he had his theories and this and that and what she thinks about it and everything and he's like well you know i really could use your help with this and figuring this out you know he's like we can even get your name back you can even get you excuse me back on the lunchbox you know which is funny because back in the 60s there was a lunchbox that had all of them on it with straight with uh, wanda and vision on the side of it and everything and then later on in the 80s she got removed from it so that's another little easter egg i thought was kind of interesting um and then, um, so yeah, so they're talking about it, and she, like, looks at him. She's like, well, you know, I'm sorry about what I did in Westeros and da-da-da from WandaVision. And he's like, I'm not here to talk about that. You paid for your thing. Like, okay, that's over. Right. I, I, yeah, he's like, I, I need your help. Yeah. Like, dead ass, I need your help right now. Right. So, so they're, they're, she's debating about it, and he picks up one of the branches, and he smells it. He goes, wow, it almost smells real. Note the word almost. <laughs> And during this time, she's also saying that's like, oh, I've put my magic use behind me, la di da di da. I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. But yeah, we also know that at the end of WandaVision, she's sitting there, you know, learning from the Darkhold. Mm -hmm. And the Darkhold ha is a strangely sentient being, mm -hmm. right? Kind of like, um, like the Ebony Blade or, um, oh, shoot, what's that sword called? I can't remember the, the one that's like anti the made of anti life like the first symbiote. I can't remember the name of the sword. No, um, 
It's going to be in Thor Love and Thunder. I just watched a video on it. Oh, right. The one that gave Noel his power. Yes. Gore, Gore his power. Yes. Um, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. But, um, but yeah, so like it has that level of sentience, mm -hmm. right? So it slowly corrupts the user, right? So the more Wanda reads and uses its magic, mm -hmm. the more corrupt she becomes. Okay. Right? And so... And so she says she's not doing it. She's straight up lying to his face. And then, then that's when he pulls up the branch and smells it. He's like, wow, it's almost real, Wanda. Like, right. you're getting like really good at this. Yeah. yeah. She's like, God damn it. And she's like, waves her hand and everything just turns. The red whoosh comes over and like everything's dead. Yeah. The, the house is destroyed. Like yeah. earth is no grass. It's all dried up dirt. Yeah. You know, like where, wherever she's at. Which is interesting because that cottage is actually the same cottage from the end of WandaVision, but now the whole area is completely devastated. It's, so that's telling you that her dark magic is probably killing everything. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so we see that, and so that's when Strange is like, Wanda, what are you doing? Because yeah. he, he knows of the Dark World. He knows what it's capable of, you know. And he sees her, and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, you, you need to stop. Like, I care about you, you're a friend, and I need you to stop. But her kids are such a driving force for her that literally sends her on a rampage through multiple universes. Like, not just the one we've seen in the movie. She's been doing that in other multiverses. Trying to get her kids back. Which, in her reality, don't really exist. They were a creation of magic from her imagination. Mm -hmm. They aren't technically real. Right. But in other universes, they are. They are real. They are physically, Wanda got pregnant, gave birth to twins. Right. But in, in our universe, 616, they aren't physically real. Right. So she realizes this. And the Darkhold has spells to travel interdimensionally, right? And has spells to um to dreamwalk dreamwalking if anyone doesn't know is a spell that allows a person to like puppet the body of themselves in another universe right so what wanda has been doing is that in each universe where her kids don't exist she dreamwalks into that wanda and destroys that universe causes an incursion on purpose and destroys that universe and so this is just because her kids don't exist in this universe, or she's she's trying to weed out and find the ones that do have her kids, right? So she can permanently take them out of there and bring them to this universe. Okay, kind of thing. All right, right? Yeah. So she's like, any universe that doesn't have my kids isn't worthy. Right. Kind of thing. So she explains her whole plan, and then stupidly reveals that she knows who America is before Strange even tells her her name. So she's, Wanda literally is walking away. She's like, well, why, why don't you bring America here and we can keep her safe? And he's like, bring who here? Yeah, bring, yeah. I, they, I and she's like, about no one. like, she literally does the, you didn't say her name, did you? He's like, nope. She goes, damn it. <laughs> so now her whole plan is exposed. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I can't trust you no more, and dips. Yeah. And he's like, all right, Wong, we need to get America and every hand we got to carbonage and protect her until we can figure out 
what we can do with her. Right. Right? So, now we see Wanda in her new outfit. Right? So, at the end of WandaVision, we see her in the Scarlet Witch outfit. You know, it's a pretty clean, good-looking outfit. She has the, the helmet on, the little helmet crest thing. Yeah. But now, it's a lot darker. Okay. And... What I thought was really interesting is that there's all these scratches now coming from the, like the heart of her chest and everything, scratches coming out and spreading all, all around her outfit. Interesting. So, and then her fingers are also turning black, just like Agatha was oh, yeah. and everything. So the corruption of the Darkhold has her. Okay. Like, it's driven her mad with power. Yeah. Right? So she shows up at Carmitage. She's trying to get in. Um, the wizards are holding their ground. They have a shield up. They're doing good. But then this one guy is a little scared. So his magic slips. She gets in, whispers in his, in his head. She literally goes, run. And he freaks out, which then gives her an opening to make everyone else freak out. And then just blows it to hell. Just, just like literally just evaporating people, blowing people up, killing people for no reason. Just straight massacre on Carmitage. And then finally, Doctor Strange and Wong in America, um, they all get in they, and they trap her in the mirror dimension for a little bit. But then she, with her magic, uses the reflections to link the mirror dimension to the real dimension via like puddles and mirrors and stuff like that and breaks through one of the big shiny gongs into the room. Like literally breaks out like Samara from the ring, like all twisted limbs and like, it's freaky. It's freaky. And so she busted, and she's like, all right, come on, can we stop playing around now? Just give me the girl. So she starts flying magic, but then Strange throws out little Hydra serpents. If you've seen the What If series, it's the same kind of serpents that he absorbs when using the Darkhold. Nice. So already there's a, there's a lot of linkage between the What If series and this movie. Right. Yeah, because they, they deal with a lot of multiverse mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, like, they have the Watchers, too, in, in What If, yeah. which is interesting. Uh, the big baby guys. Um, see, I love my family for this because, like, they don't know as much about comics as, like, me or you do. So I love having to explain all this stuff to them. It, it was great. To explain it, it is. Know, like, literally, we were on the car ride home after watching the movie the first time. And I was like, all right, any questions? And they just started hitting me with questions. And I'm like, this is that. That is this. This is that. Well, well. So, but, yeah. So, Wanda gets in there. Um, they're fighting, and then she scares America enough to where she opens a portal by accident. Okay. And so Strange tackles her into the portal, tackles America into the portal, right. and they travel through all these different dimensions. Okay. Right? We see, you know, like some futuristic ones. We see like a beehive universe. There's like where, one where they're all like made of paint. They're like all these different. There's like an old like Take On Me music video art style one like just stop right there. it was pretty cool it was pretty cool like all these different universes and in one of them we see three floating heads with cloaks on them can you guess who it is three floating heads in the comics they're they're all on one body but in the movie they were three separate heads the only thing that has three heads like that on one body is the living tribunal Yep. It's the Living Tribunal. It was the Living Tribunal. The Living Tribunal. The Living Tribunal were, for a second, in one of the universes they floated through, you see the, the three heads of the Living Tribunal. Oh, my God. Imagine they start, oh, my God. Yeah. The Living Tribunal's like, yeah. not God, but literally but one the, step below God. Exactly. Like, they're, they're, they're omniversal, yeah. which is amazing. 
in the case who didn't know, the Omniverse is the multiverse outside our multiverse. Exactly. So we have our universe, our multiverse, our Omniverse. And I think there's one more outside that, but I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. The Quantum. The quantum verse, yeah, I think that's what it was. Or no, no, no. Actually, no. I don't. It, it might not be the quantum because I think the quantum. No, the quantum verse is underneath it's, it's our universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I can't. You know what? I'm gonna look this up because it's just gonna bother me. It's the gigaverse. Yeah. Right. The adverse. Uh, maybe if I put in Marvel, maybe that'll. Marvel. Sorry, now I'm just really interested in what this. No, you're good, man. I, I get that same way. <sighs> oh, okay, so it's just it's just a separate world where all the celestials and bureaucratic organizations form. So, like, we're all the omniversal leaders. That's where they reside, apparently. Oh, okay. I didn't see a name of what it was called, but yeah, I'm seeing so so it apparently goes multiverse to megaverse to omniverse. Uh, okay, so maybe the omniverse is what I'm thinking of then. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. We all learned something. We all learned. Yeah, and then I also got refreshed on what the three heads represent. Right. So one represents necessity, equality, and then revenge. Yeah, because that's all, once again, the Living Tribunal, at least in the comics, and that's kind of the one thing that I've kind of uh, not liked too, too much with the uh, Marvel movies is that with these characters, you have to obviously bring down their power level. Yes. You have to, because then it's just literal one-shot anything yeah. with Captain Marvel or, yeah. you know... Even Hulk even Marvel. Thanos with the Infinity yeah. Gauntlet, dude. In the, yeah. Dude, yeah, the, the war, the Infinity War was way more bloody and way more complicated than the movies made it absolutely, out to be. Absolutely, absolutely. Way too much politics. Yes. Or a lot, a lot more politics that mm. you know, we didn't know, but... um. Yeah, no, the Living Tribunal is ju is God's judgment. Yes. So however they want to put... Because I know that um, the one above all is the guy. Yes. Um, I can't... Uh, that's Marvel, right? Yeah. The one above all? Okay, yeah, I can't remember the DC version, but they both have yeah. them. But yeah, the one above all made the Living Tribunal to act as his judgment. Yes. And so that's what I've... Uh, yeah, no, I just think that's crazy. Dude, that's right? Dude, yeah. dude, when, when I actually saw it, I was like... Is that? Yeah. And then I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, I freaking called it!" That's how I felt. I was so I first excited. Saw, uh, Howard the Duck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. I was like, "Wait, Howard?" Yep. Oh, that's funny. That, that was one reference my dad got before I did though, which was funny, because nice. uh, he grew up with Howard the Duck. But anyway, yeah. So we see the Living Tribunal. Right, right, right. So now we got even more so of a Secret Wars possibility in here. A more, a lot more multiversal stuff going on that in the future possible yes which is crazy cool so they go through that they land in world 838 universe 838 okay which is where like the fantastic four is and where the illuminati is okay right come on chip yeah good boy the dog just hopped up on the couch so we're petting him <laughs> um so yeah so they end in that universe and that's where they meet um, the Illuminati, essentially. And something else that I thought was interesting too, um, that he brought up, um, in the guy's video, was that the MCU, with their multiple, uh, with their multiverses, they have different forms of the afterlife. 
which I thought was cool. Because it's not all fire and brimstone burning in hell or a beautiful heaven kind of thing. But I thought it was cool because so in each of the movies, um, we see, or most of the movies, we see a version of the afterlife, right? right. Like in, in Black Panther, we see, you know, their Serengeti spiritual plane thing. Right. You know, um, when Doctor Strange goes through his universe, it's, it's what we think of as hell, you know, fire and brimstone, lo- mm-hmm. rivers of lava. Yeah, we've seen it in the in the Thor movies. Too. Yeah, exactly. You know, some of them were. You know, yeah, so it's cool because he brought out that the version of the afterlife is based on the person that goes into that dimension. It takes on the form okay. of that person's idea of the afterlife. Interesting. Which is really cool. Which actually is something in the comics that they discussed too briefly, which is interesting. So it's cool to see MCU kind of bringing that forward and not putting one stigma on the afterlife, which is cool. Um, yeah, so after we get through that, um, he meets, he meets, um, this universe's Christine and he's like, Hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. Did we ever work out here? She's like, no, you always had to hold the scalpel. Ha ha. Throw back to the other Christine slap in the face. You suck. Um, so he's like, oh, well, great. Okay. I guess I blow it every single time. Well, she does actually. And he, cause he meets, he meets three other, three other strangers that have also multi- multiverse traveled one that has even sleepwalked into another strange and in every other universe that they've encountered he don't end up with christine terrible so and then we also learned that this universe of steven also had the hand smashing happen in a car accident Mm -hmm. and we also learned that america's strange that she was with in the beginning of the movie also had the hand problem and this kind of confirms that there are certain universal constants Throughout the multiverses, right? Where, like, Doctor Strange becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm -hmm. Tony Stark is Iron Man. Mm -hmm. You know, there are certain universal constants that will always be in every universe. Okay. Right? So we have that kind of cemented now. Mm -hmm. To where, not everything, but certain very important things that deal with the mystics or deal with very important world building things mm. are cemented in reality, no matter where you go. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So now him and a, a strange in America are locked up in these giant cubes and, um, wow. I just forgot her name. Who's Christina. Christine. Thank you. Wow. Um, so, and Christine is there and she, um, brings out that they are working in, um, in the Baxter Foundation. Okay. Baxter Foundation being Reed Richards' company and the headquarters for the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Right? Which is cool. So, now we see this universe has Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. Who else do they got? So, then, um... What's his name? I can't remember his name. The the black guy who got really mad at Strange in the first movie. Um, Mortar? Mondu? His name always escapes me. Black guy that got mad at Strange in the first movie? Yeah, and he kinda, he swore to kill all, all sorcerers after he realized that the previous Sorcerer Supreme was lying to him about where she got her power. Oh! Mon- oh. 
It wasn't Mondu. Yeah. It was. Oh, I okay. No, I. So the face, I got it. Yeah. I can't think of the, the character's name and stuff like, or like I can't. Yeah. But no, I anyway, yeah. that guy. <laughs> uh, there's so many names in my head right now. Right. Um. So that guy, he's like, all right, the Illuminati will see you now. So they bring Strange in, and you meet the Illuminati. Um, we got Captain Carter, right, which is Peggy Carter as Captain America, but like Captain British or whatever you want to call it. Um, the New Source Supreme, which is that guy. Um, Captain Marvel, which is actually Mordo. Yeah, Baron Mordo. Thank you. Um, yeah, so Baron Mordo as the Source of Supreme. Um, Um, yeah, I think Captain Marvel, but the, the actress who plays Captain Marvel is actually, um, Daniels wingman from the Captain Marvel movie, the, the black girl who is her, her wingman. Okay. Yeah. So, so she's playing Captain Marvel in this universe. Cool. And then, um, Reed Richards shows up, which is Krasin- Krasinski or however you pronounce his name. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Which is cool. When he showed up, everyone was cheering. That was cool. And then Charles Xavier shows up. Like Patrick Stewart Yo. as Charles Xavier Yo. shows up in the green suit with the black and blue tie and the yellow floaty chair, whole nine yards. And then um, Black Bolt shows up as well. Mm-hmm. He shows up. He's quiet. He's got his tuning fork on his head. He looks kind of stupid, but really cool still. Yep. Um, and that forms the Illuminati. Another interesting thing, too, is that we see like a seventh like empty chair mm. that doesn't really get talked about. But in, but in the comics, they actually talk to T'Challa about being a member of the Illuminati, but he eventually turns it down. Yeah, he turns it down, yeah. So maybe that's what that was for, or maybe there's that universe's Tony Stark that could have been there because yeah. we have the, the Sentinel drones that look like Ultron mm-hmm. still, which was a Stark creation, mm-hmm. at least in our universe. So who knows who that suit could be for that no one is not talked about or anything, and it's just kind of sitting there. So, what if it's Mrs. Fantastic and she ain't say shit for nothing? Ain't say nothing. Her husband. That would be funny. She ain't say nothing. (laughs) She's like, oh no, our table. Um, But yeah, so all of them are there and they start talking like, hey, Strange, we can't trust you. We, We can handle the Scarlet Witch, but we can't trust you. And Strange is like, um, no. That no, that's, you got you, the, you got your stuff back. Yeah, like no, that's no, that's wrong. And they're like, well, let us show you why we don't trust you. So they, so Xavier did a whole. Let me show you what our strange did. Yeah. So their strange when they had the Infinity War, mm-hmm. their strange used the dark hold to walk into a different strange, and figure out the answers on how to beat Thanos that way instead of like our strange did. He used the time stone to see multiple outcomes. Their strange used the dark hold and dark magic to defeat Thanos. Okay. And in the scene that they're playing through, um, Strange sits down and he confesses to using it and he apologizes and he promises that it was the only way, but yet he also knows he's been corrupted. Because uh, it cuts to his hands. You see his hands, they have the black fingers. You see like his hair is all, like, all out of shape. You know, It's not combed like it normally is. It's like it's all sticking out everywhere and his clothes are kind of like tattered and more black now like you just see he's been changed right and so he sits down and he accepts the punishment right Right. and black bolt comes up and whispers i'm sorry and kills him yeah right 
and you see a tear go down Black Bolt's face because like none of them wanted to do it, but for some reason their sense of justice in this universe is slightly skewed from the one that we're used to in 616. They're a lot more, you messed up, you confessed to it, what you did was really bad, and you caused a, a incursion on a different universe and destroyed that universe. In order to save ours. Yeah, so yeah. that's a big no-no. We love you, man, but there's got to be consequences. So they do that, and so Strange is like, but I'm not that strange. You know, I'm not your Stephen Strange. You know, I'm different. They're like, we can't trust that. We're going to go handle the Scarlet Witch thing, and then we'll come back and deal with you and figure out what we're going to do with you. Yeah, and that's the scene that you've seen, or that you've heard of. So basically the entire Illuminati gets completely mauled to just horrifically... Like, I'm talking head implosion. I'm talking own weapons cutting themselves in half. Yeah. Um, Wanda, Scar- Wanda is coming through looking like Carrie with all the blood on her face and everything. Like, it was intense, man. Yeah. The whole, that whole five-minute scene, my head was in my hands, slack-jawed at what was going on. It's just so crazy. So, spoiler alert, everyone dies. I know normally that's like the joke spoiler, but no, literally everyone dies. Yeah, literally, uh, including Strange. They're not not our Strange. Not our Strange. Okay. Our, our Strange gets out. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Because him and America convince Christine to show them where the Book of Ashanti is. Okay, cool. So, in this universe, they have the Book of Ashanti. They have a door literally leading to that universe where the Book of Ashanti is literally right a hop and a skip away. Yeah. So, he... So Scarlet Witch just brings hell down on the Baxter Foundation, destroys everything. Um, and Christine is like, um, I, I don't know if I could trust you guys, blah, 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 blah. And America is like, just let us out at least. Right. So she finally gets her out. Strange shows up. He's like, okay, let's get out of here. He finally convinces Christine that he's not like the other Stranges. And America is like, no, he is different. He, could, he had this and this opportunity to do this and this, but he didn't do this to me, blah, 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 blah. I've been with other strangers who have, but he hasn't yet. You know, trust him. So Christina's like, okay, I, okay, I'll trust you. So Christina's like, okay, I'll lead you to the Book of Ashanti. So they're running down, and they're running down. They're running away from Wanda. Wanda's doing her crazy stalker, carry zombie-like movement thing. Like, just creepy as hell, dude. Like, yeah. legit, just like... Gave me the willies watching it, dude. Like, red eyes through the whole shadows and everything. Like, ugh. Um, but yeah. So, they're running through. Oh, yeah, another thing I almost forgot to mention. When she first possesses the Wanda of this universe, she literally stares into the camera and does, like, a smirk right as it cuts away. Like, uh, she breaks the fourth wall. Like, it, yeah. dude, it legit scared me. That's crazy. Like, we're sitting there watching there, and she's like... Like, cause like the whole scene where she's like getting possessed, she's like wobbling drunk and she's like, oh my gosh, oh, what's going on? I don't know what's happening. And like all these weird things are happening. Then she like lands at the kitchen, kitchen sink and she's like, oh, okay, it's over. And then she looks up and then she goes and smiles and it cuts. And I'm like, nope, nope. I, it's one thing when Deadpool does it and it says something about a penis taco. All right, cool. Funny. But no, when you have... A monstrous murder machine yep. with virtually unlimited power. Yeah. The fourth wall break you like that. No, 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 no. Yeah, when we talk about the multiverse, <laughs> we it's funny that we talk about the multiverse because it's 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 
to us, it's a concept. Exactly. It's the same way as when we talk about infinity. Yeah. Our brains cannot grasp yeah. infinity or the multiverse truly. Mm -hmm. We are a part of the multiverse. Yeah. So with with movies and stuff talking about the multiverse. We are mm -hmm. we are a six one six. Yeah, it is six one six. You know. Yeah. It's so it's yeah yeah no, no I totally I totally feel what you're saying because yeah. like like it feels like these movies we're peering into another universe we're peering into a different dimension watching these movies it feels like yeah kind and, of sort of right because like yeah no 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 you're right you're right though like that concept is totally true because like who oh my god man. Wow, that just blew my mind. I got you. Oh my god. I got you. Like, what if when people come up with these movies and they have these dreams of these movies or these epiphanies, it's, another, it's them peering into a different universe of themselves, seeing this happen in that universe, and then they're like, I have a great movie idea all of a sudden. I don't, I don't know we're kind of getting a little bit off topic. Yes, here, but, no, but... But going back to, um, which one is it? The one that was, Loki. Yeah. Going with Loki. It was the cr uh, the craziest thing whenever you watch that and you see Kang really uh -huh. truly keep control of of, of the time loop. Mm -hmm. And the second, the second he does not know what's going on or he's like, I know exactly what's yeah. happening until now. Yeah. And then you see the, the, the loop start to break off and stuff. All it's, the branches. It's funny because once again, it goes back to what I was saying where it's like, it's infinity. We can't mm -hmm. grasp this. The second he let go of that, time is also it's wibbly wobbly. It's 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 <laughs> so now you know back in zero, you know this all these trillion different things that could have happened. Yeah, happen are happening. Are sometimes happening, at once are happening at the same time. Yeah, in this uh, two thousand. Yeah, all these million different and there's no stopping it. And I just think it's the craziest thing in the world. Where like I'm saying, um, as much as we conceptualize this stuff it's real mm -hmm. it's genuinely real like yeah like the whole butterfly effect idea yeah no true yeah like truly. it's dude that's why like I, I don't know if you ever played that game um until dawn on the ps4 have, yeah yeah it's like that whole concept of a game where each and every or, or like the the telltale games i don't know if you ever played oh, yeah. any of those yeah like, but like yeah, walking e dead. yeah like the walking dead yeah. or the the sheep among us or like the batman ones even yep. like each and every decision you make each and every literally even the movements you make like if, if you decide to go in this room instead of that room first it'll change the whole outcome of the game yeah if yeah. you find this totem first before that totem or vice versa it'll change the whole outcome of the game yeah it's crazy uh, but yeah because it's so true like who knows like if we decide to do this an hour earlier who knows what kind of future we could have had no seriously you know yeah and i don't it, and I know, once again, we're getting a little uh, off topic. Mm -hmm. but I think that's what's the, the craziest thing about life in general. Yeah. Is that um, in this life, in this world, in this universe that we know, everyone's it's, it's based off of everyone's decisions. Yes. So you see what I'm saying? Where just like what we were talking about with, with the Uvalde kid, mm -hmm. that, that 18-year-old. Yeah. That's a, that, those are decisions yes. that he made that ended 21 people's lives. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To where it's it, it, it's just so crazy to me. Whereas if one person had been nice to him, who knows? Or like, or, or if he slept in by accident or something, exactly, you know? Exactly. Like, if if I had to go to Uvalde for some reason, hey, if I had a cousin in Uvalde yeah. that needed me to pick her up from school or something, yeah. you know, there are these all these different yep. little variables that because of decisions, because of things here that the uncontrollables, all these different variables. Yeah. 
you know, that no one can tell you what life is or isn't or would or wouldn't have been without this already happening. We, we, our past is our past, so that's already happened. But going forward, all these trillions of different possibilities. Yes. Like, it, I, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to fully verbalize, but I just think it's kind of Yeah, because it, it's so conceptual to us yes, exactly. that it's hard to say any kind of definites with it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But it's still really interesting to think about. Absolutely, yeah. That's why I love Marvel so much. Like, there are just stories in general, you no, know? True. That's why, yeah, comics in yeah. general for me because it's, yeah, in comics there's no... There's no telling what could happen. There is no telling. There's what no limit. And, and That's it, why I love anime too. Even at oh yeah, at that point. Yeah. No. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. The storytelling is it's all you know subjective. Yeah. It's it's crazy too because one writer can do X with this character and then another one can do Y with this character and they're both canon. Yes. They're both you know they both matter. Alrighty. Back on topic yeah, back now. On topic <laughs> now. Yeah. Um. Now that we blew everyone's minds. <laughs> um. Okay. So. They get to the door that leads to the Book of Ashanti. Right. And Christine says that only Strange has been able to open the door and that he put some kind of lock on it. Okay. So he's like, oh, maybe I use the same kind of spell I use for the Eye of Agamotto. So he does the whole hand gesture. He goes to open it and the wheel turns, but it stops and locks itself again. He's like, well, that didn't work. What's a key that only I would have used? And he looks down and he sees his watch that Christine gave him. Mm-hmm. He's like... Of course. Takes it off, puts it in the middle of it, thing opens, door opens, Book of Ashanti. Yeah. So they jump in there. They're like, all right, cool. He's like, all right, Book, give me what I need. He goes to grab it, but then Scarlet Witch shows up, blasts the book, burns it in pieces. And so, and hits Strange in the process. Strange is laying there on the floor, and he sees the book being burnt up, and we see a page flutter up, right? It's being burned, and we see a star on it. Interesting. Come back to that later. So the star happens. He jumps down there. Or, um, Scarlet Witch jumps down there. They start fighting. And then America opens a portal, um, forcibly by Scarlet Witch. She grabs America and she opens a portal, um, back to their regular universe, 616. Mm -hmm. And then another portal to throw Strange and Christine into. And that dimension that they end up in is the dimension that that universe is Stephen 838 caused the incursion with. Okay. Right? So now we're in a universe that is literally fading away to time. Mm. It is all in shambles. There's, it's crazy looking. Yeah. It's like, I mean, if you ever played Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, the original one, and you go into the sideways dimension, yeah, it's like that. Nice. It's just, things are weird. Or, like, if you've seen Far From Home and they have that fight in the mirror dimension and everything's all, like, the train is making a vortex and, like, all this crazy stuff. It looks like that. And so they're there and they're like, great. Now what do we do? And he's like, well, there's only one person I know of that can help us get through this. And that's the other, other, other Doctor Strange. (laughs) So they go and find this universe's Doctor Strange. And so they go to the Sanctum and what's very worrying is that there? it is literally a boneyard. Like, just skeletons upon skeletons in front of the sanctum. And he goes into the sanctum, and it's... There's no inside. There's just the staircase. You know, like the staircase in the middle of the New York sanctum, everything that he walks up to, and everything like that. It's just that staircase. And in the foreground... There's a big red crescent moon, like a blood moon, but like a crescent off in the background. 
and there's like an ocean, right? It's like an ocean coming up to the back of the staircase. It's really beautiful looking, really cool looking, totally like gothic horror style. Really cool, really cool. I totally recommend watching the movie because like the visuals in this movie are incredible. They're beautiful, beautiful. Um, so he walks up the stairs and he starts trying to find Stephen. Okay. So he's walking around and the whole place is, the whole sanctum is in shambles. There's paper strewn everywhere, candles all, like half melted candles everywhere. Just like, it looks like the office of a madman. Okay. Right? So he gets in there and he's walking around trying to like, kind of like looking through stuff, kind of like investigating and then uh, Sinister Strange comes walking down, which is the evil strange you were talking about. Yeah. So he's known as Sinister Strange. He comes walking down, and he's, like, in all black. He has the ponytail, and we see him with, like, dark fingers. We're like, oh, crap. That's not good. And so he's down here, and he's like, who are you? He's like, I'm Steven, but from a different universe. And he's like, well, prove it. And so he tells a story about how his sister died, right? Of how she had a, I think it was, I think in this universe, he says she had a cramp while they were swimming, and he couldn't swim to her fast enough, and she drowned. Right, but whereas in the comics she was, they were ice skating. Oh no, I'm sorry, I had it reversed. She had a cramp in the comic books and she drowned. But in this universe, he says they were ice skating and the ice broke and he couldn't grab her out in time, so she froze. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, no, don't break on me. Okay, yeah, we're good. Um, I saw a glitch for a second. I was like, no. Um, but so, yeah, it should be good. I think it's just catching up. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, so he tells that story and he's like, no, yeah, sounds about right. Same thing happened to my sister. All right, you really are Doctor Strange. You know, and so they do the whole thing and then he's like, I know this sounds crazy, but I need the Darkhold. He's like, why do you need the Darkhold? And so the, he explains his whole situation and he's like, well, you know, I had a, a certain Strange try and use the Darkhold with me and it caused the ruin of my universe. And then he turn, he like kind of turns more towards the light, and we see he ha- he has the dark hold on his belt. And then our Steven is like, "Oh, so you're the keeper of the dark hold here?" He goes, "Oh, I'm more than just a keeper." Then his third eye like physically opens, yeah. right? And he and our strange is like, "What the hell?" And so they have literally a musical battle, where they t- they literally take music notes and scores from like Beethoven and stuff and battle each other with it, which is really cool. Really cool fight scene, just music notes flying back and forth and, like, instruments going. It's like it's a whole rock opera thing happening. It's really cool. They have a whole big battle. And then R. Steven finally throws him out the window and he gets impaled on a fence. Cool. But the third eye is still open and looking around, which is creepy. Um, Not much more is said about that, but his third eye is still awake, even after he's dead. Right. Weird. So... He gets gets the dark hold. He's like, all right. Then Christine comes up. He goes, okay, Christine. And then they have another heart-to-heart, and he's like, you know, in every universe I've looked into, and every timeline I've looked into, Mm. I have loved you in every single one of them. You know? Like, genuinely, he's like, you... And he's been asked this multiple times throughout the movie, but he keeps getting asked, are you happy? You know, and he finally says, he's like, I'm only happy when you're in my life, whether I have you or not. And that's where the big character switch happens. He realizes... He has to be happy. He has to be happy with what he has. Right. He realizes that in order for Christine to be happy, it's without him. And as long as she's happy, he's happy. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. 
to where he needs to now be content with knowing he can't change and control everything like he's used to. Mm-hmm. So with that development happening, he uses the dark hold and Dream walks into the dead strange from the beginning of the movie that fell into 616 with America. Okay. So now he's possessing a dead corpse of himself. Nice. And starts walking around. And at this point, um, Wanda and Wong are at the temple. What was it called? Uh, Cathan's. The temple that Cathan built for the Scarlet Witch. Okay. Right? And um, the, it, is on, it is on Mount Wondagore. Wondagore, yeah. So in this temple, it's literally... At first, she thought it was a tomb for the Scarlet Witch, but then she realizes it's a throne. Okay. So she sits there, and this temple is where the Darkhold was copied from. So all the original spells and all the original everything for dark magic is in this temple. Crazy. So that's where she gets the power again to come back and chase after them. And that, that I'm, I kind of backtrack a little bit here, but that was when they were at the Book of Ashanti and then he sees the page get burned and stuff like that, that she had to come back again right. using the temple yeah. this time because the dark hole in her universe got destroyed. Right. So, yeah, so that kind of fills in a little bit there, but that's kind of like neither here nor there up until now because mm-hmm. um, the temple itself isn't really that important other than the fact that it has the spells there. Okay. So, and the fact that no regular wizard or sorcerer can, can crest it, can like it's by themselves enter it unless unless like guided or how should I say like forcibly pushed I guess you could say you know so like in order for Wong to get there with Wanda Wanda had to like bind him and drag him into it kind of thing Yeah. so keep that in mind it's another important thing so back towards the end um, Strange uses the dark hold he is like okay I need you to watch over my physical body. Because mm-hmm. with me doing this, going into a corpse, the souls of the damned are going to come after me. Because okay. this is a big no-no taboo of the universe thing. Right, right, right. And so she's like, okay, uh, what should I do? He's like, see that little furnace-looking thing over there? He's like, grab that and hit the back of it and shoot anything that tries to grab me. She's like, say less. All right. So he dreams walks into the dead strange. Dead strange wakes up. He's like, I'm dead strange. Bleh, I'm a zombie. Yeah. And starts walking around. And he opens a ring portal and is on the mountain right before he gets to that temple. And that's when all the souls of the dam show up. So cut back to the other universe with Christine. She's having this big furnace, which is another relic. I can't remember the name of it. But, and it basically, if you get hit by the fire, it damns you to hell. Okay. So to hell, yeah, quote unquote. Right. Um, so she starts blasting all these ghost skeleton harpy looking things. Starts blasting them out the wazoo, right? But then they start going after the dead strange too. And the normal Steven, he starts like convulsing and starts like freaking out because they're like dragging his spirit yeah. down, right? And, and so Christina's like, no, you need to fight and use them. Yeah. He's like, she's like, you're the Sorcerer Supreme. You have command over these kind of things, don't you? He, and like, he's just kind of like, hey, stop being a bitch. Use your magic. There you go. And so he's like, no, you're right, honey. And so he stands up and he turns them into a cloak, which is really cool. He has like the whole like multi-hand thing yeah. of everything, but it's all like skeletal black hands now. He has this big shadow cloak. It's really cool looking. 
And that's how he, and he uses that to be able to get into the temple, because otherwise he wouldn't be able to step foot there. So he uses the souls of the damned to enter the temple. And it's super creepy at this point, too. So there's these four giant demon guard things mm-hmm. that now serve Wanda, or the Scarlet Witch, I should say. Right. Um, and Strange just, just, just wrecks them. Nice. Just straight wrecks them. And then he uses the souls of the damned to entrap the Scarlet Witch for a time. Super creepy, dude. Like, it's, oh, it's hard to explain. Like, you, you kind of have to see it. Okay. Understand, but it's a really creepy, dark. Yeah. yeah. And so she's trapped in this big orb of swirling smoke skeletons okay. that are whispering and screaming in her ears, all creepy, demonic like. And Strange is sitting there, at a, and he gets up to America, who's on like the, the pedestal thing, right? Ready to get her powers sucked out. Yeah. And she's like, Strange, just take my powers. Just do it. It'll, it's for the better good. Just do it. She's like, I'm not scared anymore. Just take my powers. He's like, no. She's like, why? Isn't that the only answer? He goes, it's not the only answer. He's like, I trust you to control your powers. He's like, I know you can. Because every universe we've gone through because of you has been somewhere we needed to be. You brought us to the Illuminati. You brought us to this Christine. You brought us to the Book of Ashanti. You brought us, you brought yourself even to me in the beginning. Like, You've always subconsciously known where you had to go. And then he reveals what the star on the page of the Book of Asante was. Yeah. Is that America Chavez is the perfect counter to the Scarlet Witch. Okay. So America Chavez is purity, is light, okay. is positivity. Whereas the Scarlet Witch is darkness and anger and sorrow and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with him showing that kind of support in her, she realizes, oh my God, you're right. Mm-hmm. And she breaks the, the witchy bonds that are holding her, gets up right as a Scarlet Witch busts out. And then America literally does like a, a jump Superman punch into her and like literally nearly blasts her through a portal into hell. Yeah. Like... Just straight up, just like this little, like, 17, 18 year old, just goes, whoo, boom, and this giant star, like, supersonic happens, and she almost falls into a lava pit in hell. And so they start fighting back and forth, and then Strange turns over, and he goes, now. And she goes, gotcha. Turns around, hits her again, opens a portal, but back to the Westeros house with her kids, with the same Wanda that she took over back in 838. Oh, okay. So. Her kids are sitting there on the couch, and the other Wanda, like their actual mom, is in the back, and they see the Scarlet Witch just like yelling at America Chavez, slap, like hitting her and stuff and everything, and just like yelling about her kids and blah, 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 you know, like, why won't you just let me be with them? You know, da, 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 you're the horrible person here. I'm the one trying to do what's right. You know, like the whole yeah. messed up psychological thing. Yeah. And then she turns around, and she realizes her kids are right there, and they start freaking out because they're so scared. They start throwing stuff at her, you know, and she's like, what? No, stop. I'm your mom. What are you doing? Like, I love you boys. I would never let anything happen to you guys. Like, why are you so scared of me? Blah, 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 blah. And not realizing that what they just saw and everything. And they're just scared out of their wits about her. And she can't take that. She gets like, she gets mad at one point and yells at them to stop, which they stop throwing stuff. Right. And then they run and hide behind the, the staircase and they peek through the little, um, bars and stuff and everything. And she then she realizes what she did. Yeah. 
she realized how bad she just scared her own kids. Not her own kids, but like her yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her her metaphorical kids. Yeah. And then the other Wanda that she possessed and everything, who, funny enough, still has the memory of everything that she made her do, mm. comes over as our Wanda is like on her knees crying now because of this. And their Wanda comes over and like caresses her cheek and everything. And like they look at each other and she goes, These boys will be loved. Don't worry. And says, I forgive you. And then, and then America pulls her back into her proper universe, closes the portal, and Wanda gets up and she's just like, What have I done? What have I been doing? Mm-hmm. She realizes the kind of power that the dark hold can have over someone. And she realizes that no one can handle that kind of power. No one can handle that level of crazy. Yeah. And so Strange disconnects from the dead body and goes back to his normal self in that other universe with Christine and tells America to come and find them. And Wanda sits there on the, on the pedestal on her throne and crumbles the temple, mm-hmm. presumably killing herself in the process. We don't see anything that says otherwise, but crazier things have happened in a Marvel movie. Of course. Especially for the Scarlet Witch to survive a crumbling mountain. I'm pretty sure she could if she wanted to. Yeah. But as far as we know, she crumbled it on top of herself. America and Wong went back to the sanctum, dropped Wong off, and then she came back and got Strange and Christine. Christine back in her 838 brought Steven back to 616. Mm. And everything's peachy keen. Okay. He, they did it. They stopped Wanda. They saved the multiverse. Um, America is now training as a sorceress at um, at the Sanctum and everything with Wong and stuff. So she's practicing. And Wong and Steven have a heart-to-heart. And he finally bows to Wong as a Sorcerer Supreme, which is a very touching moment. Aww. And they have a hug. And then, then it cuts to Steven fixing the glass on his watch, mm-hmm. showing that he has moved on. From his broken past with Christine and is letting it be in the past and is moving forward. That's very sweet. sweet, very touching. Very sweet. Like I I was almost brought to tears by the end of the movie. It was very it was very nice, very, very nice words were exchanged. It was all very like everything was still damaged and in shambles and everything, but yeah. you you see the hope, right? Right. And it, it's it's very touching. And so so yeah, so he fixes the watch, he puts it on, you know. Brand new man. He steps out of his apartment. You know, he's all, you know, nicely dressed. He's like, all right, you know, I'm going to go for a stroll. Maybe get a coffee, whatever. And then he, like, stops. And he starts screaming in pain. And he falls on his knees and his third eye opens. And it goes to black. Damn. So, in the comics, the third eye represents the eye of Agamotto. Mm -hmm. So, in the comics, when he activates his eye of Agamotto, it's, like, his next level of magic prowess yeah. right so it's kind of like a like a magic booster yeah. kind of thing in the comics at least but in this universe everyone's led to believe that it is a sign like kind of like how wanda and agatha had the black fingers right the, the third eye the because the sinister strange had the third eye right. whereas the other strange didn't right. right right so um it's we're led to believe that the, he's not exactly corrupted but, necessarily, but 
there is a lasting effect of having used the dark hold even for the couple hours that he did. Yeah. Right? And so that cuts. Okay. And then we have the post credit scene. Of course. Post credit scene. Major spoilers. If you really don't want any spoilers. If you don't want any major spoilers. Just say it. I, I, I can exit out now. Okay, those listening, li- listening, um, another spoiler warning. Turn away now. Turn away now. You've been warned. So he's so it cuts again and yeah. strange again, different day, walking down the street, you know, doing his thing, and um, then all of a sudden we hear like a tear, okay. but like a dimensional tear, like a portal opening kind of sound, right? And he turns around and there's this this girl in this purple outfit, um, and white hair. Is like, Doctor Strange, you caused an incursions, and I need your help to fix it. And inside the portal, we see the dark dimension that Dormammu is in from the first movie, first Doctor yeah. Strange movie. So we're like, at first I thought it was Psylocke, uh-huh. is who this was, because she used this like weird energy sword to open the portal, and I was like, bro, that's got to be Psylocke. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Psylocke. There's like, who else has a purple energy sword that opens portals? Right. Um, but uh, I'll explain who she actually was in a minute. And so Dr. Strange walks up, and he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, no, nah, you did this thing because you used the dark hold. Um, you need to come with me and fix it. And she's like, are you scared? And he's like, he like, does the cloak thing and puts on his normal outfit, and his third eye opens. He goes, I'm never scared. And they both jump in, and the portal closes. Okay. Now, that person was Clea, which is, in the comics at least, Dormammu's niece, and also, eventually, Doctor Strange's wife. Interesting. So, who knows where this is going to go? Right. With the fact of Wanda having killed mutants and having been introduced to them, there's talk of the House of M arc coming into play where Wanda goes on a rampage and kills all mutants. Um, or there's, like we were talking about earlier, the Secret Wars arc coming into play. Because the Secret Wars arc is basically two different universes that have an encouragement happening where all the heroes of each universe go to war against each other to try and save each other's universe. Yeah, no, 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 I know. I, it, it's funny just because I'm trying to like work out how they would play out either or. Um, I can definitely see a House of M type of movie or type of movie yeah. being made here especially with um with the scarlet witch murdering you know reed richards in that universe in the what the 819 universe or something like that uh 838 838 universe and so then especially with reed richards reed richards his, his, his uh, son, <laughs> yeah arguably the most powerful you know, being in all of... Yeah, I mean, it was Reed Richards himself being the smartest man in the universe. I mean... Well, yeah, I, but I just mean, like... But, Frank, yeah. Franklin Richard literally, yeah. like, his, his power is God. Like, yeah. Literally that. Yeah. And so I can see something like, you know, Franklin Richards versus uh, Scarlet Witch, and then Scarlet Witch says, you know, she gets to her absolute, like, apex power. Yeah. Says, no more mutants. Yeah. If something happens, that, that would be amazing. That would be yeah. crazy. Because she kills, she kills Professor Xavier too, in in his own mind. Oh yeah, no, that's which is crazy. No, that's that. But yeah, like in the movie. That's that's. But yeah, so like, so there there is that possibility, which 
Honestly, I'm excited for either one. Because either, either one would be really cool to see cinematically. Yeah, Secret Wars would probably be cooler. Yeah. But I think I think they could do both. Obviously, they could do both. Oh, yeah. Universal, That's so. true. But yeah, no, I think... Uh, yeah, Secret Wars would be cooler. But yeah. So an hour and 20 minutes into it, that is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. All the, the key points that I could think of to bring out and all the little tidbits and lore bits that I can throw in there. Um, another thing that was interesting, because in the comics at least, incursions only happen when you use the Darkhold to, to travel dimensionally, mm-hmm. um, which is why I brought up in the beginning how it doesn't happen when America travels. Right. So I'm not sure if they're going to play along with that in the movies or if it's just going to be any kind of travel mm-hmm. causes incursions, but... So far, it looks like it's only the Darkhold, because the two times that they talk about it, it's been in reference to one of the people using the Darkhold. So, okay. we'll see how that plays out. Um, I'm excited to see what Thor Love and Thunder has to say, yeah. and what goes on in there, because also, too, in the trailers for it, it shows Thor using the Bifrost, yes, it does. which is, again, interdimensional. So... Who knows if he might be traveling different dimensions? Maybe. The, it, the funny thing is, is that you know, if we want to like kind of lead into you know Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, uh-huh. sort of, um, yeah, it, it's got to have some kind of version of that because in the comics, the only way that Thor actually beat Gore was mm-hmm. three separate Thors. One of them yeah. had the power of Odin. Yeah. And so... Because Lady Thor was in the trailer, too. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know... Then wasn't there one, like, horse-looking one, too? Horse-looking oh, that's, Thor? Um, that's uh, uh, Beta Bill. Yeah. Ray Bill. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bill. I love Beta Ray Bill. He's literally Thor, except a horse, but even more badass, because he's... I, I, I think he's lost fights, but he's he's got that, that, yeah. fair about, that way about him where he, he will... He oh yeah, he, he'll he'll head in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, I love that. Yeah, he's a cool guy. But uh, but dude, yeah. if they bring him into that this movie, that would be dope. Ah, funny enough, actually, if you uh, watch it in the uh, in Thor Ragnarok, whenever uh, they're first transported to the arena, uh huh, and you look at the uh, statues of the oh my gosh, you're right is in is one of the statues and i saw that oh my gosh amazing i thought that was the coolest thing ever i thought they were gonna uh bring him in as a cameo right in ragnarok but they haven't done that and so i'm hoping they'll do that in this one yeah they got lady thor i saw that they got odin again this one and so hopefully they'll bring in beta ray bill and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff but yeah even zeus is supposed to be at this too and like like some greek mythology stuff so that's gonna be interesting um which I got really into Greek mythology when I was reading the Percy Jackson books. Oh, yeah, I feel that. So I'm excited to dive back into that kind of stuff, which will be fun. All right, well. Uh, fun stuff. Any other questions? Regarding Multiverse of Madness specifically, no. Okay. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty cool. You might, after, like, after, after you see the movie, yeah, we you might, yeah, we could kind of revisit it a little bit. Yeah. Um, just so I can get your like full um thoughts on it and everything because it's one thing to have it explained to you but like to actually see everything happening it's a it's a very different emotional experience for sure especially especially with now having a full breakdown uh, not not a full full break but you know obviously yeah 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 the movie now i can know what to expect exactly yeah i'll be ready to look for certain things and yeah 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 looking for certain stuff um 
all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. I uh, yeah, I enjoy talking about this. I, yeah, you know, especially like I'm saying, like you were saying too, with uh, with how you talk about the stuff with your family. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff you have to truly explain. Oh to yeah, them. Uh, yeah. With me, for the most part, I know a lot of this stuff, which helps a lot. Which is cool. Like it probably would have been twice as long if it was just my dad or something. Oh, <laughs> so who's that? Like, yeah. Who, who is that guy? What do you mean he represents envy? <laughs> what? Well, it he's a physical embodiment. It's a physical embodiment of the three emotions that judge the universe, but yet not at the same time. But yet Why there's also a step above a him. Ring? He needs a mood ring. <laughs> thank you all for listening. It's been almost an hour and a half. So. Yeah, good episode back. No, a good, it was a good conversation. I enjoyed this. I've been wanting to do even a YouTube series where I explain movies or TV shows like this too. So it was fun to kind of do like a uh, not a crash course, but like a um, yeah, a quick like test one, a test run. Yeah, exactly. I'll see y'all next time. Bye.